24 Cross Media. We are back, G Mac and Winnie coming at you live from Murphy's Irish Pub with the champ, Tracy Patterson. Tracy, welcome to the show. Nice to be here, guys. It is an absolute pleasure to have you. We talked about it for a while now. Um, glad to finally make it happen. I know uh, twenty years, man. We've been uh, we've been buddies now for about twenty years. That's crazy to me. About that. But uh, the first time I met you, you uh, may may or may not remember, but. You and Floyd had come to do a uh, awards presentation for the Saugerties Bay Bruce League at the Flamingo, at the Flamingo in Saugerties, and I had won a sportsmanship award, and it was yourself and your father that uh, presented me the award. And then all these years later, here we are. Yeah, you know, uh, my dad and I used to travel a lot around the area and look out there so people uh, recognize me and know me. And, yeah, uh, that's how you, you get known. You gotta get around and uh, talk to people. People know what you're all about. Yeah, I have, uh, my mom's actually looking for uh, a couple pictures that she took that night. I was like, I got to send me up. So, Tracy, we probably get a kick out of that. So, but it's been, uh, it's been a long road for you. Uh, started out, what was your first, uh, how old were you when you fought your first uh, fight? I was 11 years old. I had about 70 pounds soaking wet. Wow. <laughs> What got you into it? What, what really drew you to the sport? Well, I was watching uh, the 76 Olympics. Uh, Sugar Ray Leonard, the Spitz Brothers. You know, and it kind of got my interest. You know, I didn't know too much, you know, what I could do. But I wanted to give it a shot. And I, one of the guys that I was going to school with, um, he was out there. So I got the information I needed from him to uh, contact my dad and, uh, and get started. So, uh, you know, uh, the long road. But it was well worth it. And I'm uh, you know, glad that I uh, took that time to do what I needed to do to get out there and start my boxing career. Did you take to it right away? I mean, did you feel natural once you got in the ring? Uh, when I first came into the gym, everybody was much older. You know, so I was a little bit intimidated. Most of the guys were 18 years old or higher, bigger guys. I was there with my brother, so... That kind of even us out that my brother and I work together. So, yeah. How old were you when you first fought for your golden for the Golden Gloves? Eighteen. And now, what's the process like to get into that? How, how do you actually get signed up and become uh, eligible to fight for the Golden Gloves? Well, well, back then, I mean, the rules have probably changed a little bit now. But back then, you had to have at least ten fights. You know. Wow. I started fighting at 11 years 
and uh, I was fighting uh, probably at a pace of uh, probably two, three fights every month. And now, how many rounds would oh, they go? Hold on a second. They're, it's hard to hear them with the. Okay. Hold if we yeah, if you can bring that down or. Yeah. How's that? I don't know. We'll have, oh, to, wait, we'll have to ask Scal. He's the old guy. He's the resident old guy down there. <laughs> can you hear us now, Scal? Better? All right. So were they three-round bouts, five-round bouts? Well, am, amateur competition yeah, is uh, – it, well, I was a junior when I started. Okay. So I was fighting like a minute and a half, two minutes at a time, you know, until I got reached the age of 14, 15. Then they moved me up to uh, three-minute three minute rounds. Did you ever, like early on, reach a point in a fight first round and you're so amped up you gas yourself out? No. No, that never happened. I, I made sure that – I was in condition every fight, from amateurs all the way into the professionals, well into my career. The one thing that I knew I was going to lose is uh, uh, that I wasn't in condition. I was always going to make sure that I was in tip-top shape, and uh, that's the way I went about it. Yeah. Now I read somewhere you had you were ninety-seven and eleven in amateur fights. Yes. You fought a hundred and whatever eight times as an amateur. Yes. Holy moly, that's a lot of fights. Yeah, like but that. you started at 11, right? Yes. And then what year, how old were you when you turned pro? I turned pro when I was 20. So basically 10-year yeah. career as an amateur before you turned pro? Yeah, we were fighting at a good pace. I mean, back in those days, I mean, there was fights everywhere, amateur fights. We take trips upstate to Albany, New Jersey. My dad, you know, knew a lot of people, so we moved around pretty good. Now, when you first turned pro, how long are those fights? Are they, they're not, they don't start you with 12-round fights, right? No. You start off, uh... Four rounds. Four round fights? Four round fights. But the full distance, right? Three minute rounds? If they last that long. If they last that long. Yeah, they, uh, fights uh, four rounds. I mean, if they last that long. And, and most of the guys that I fought back then were guys that took, took a good punch. Yeah. And my dad my dad wanted me to get the experience. And I just get in there and uh, knock people out. So right. I want people that could stay in there with me. So... Some of your tougher fights were your early fights than I'd imagine, right? Uh, I mean, as you get up, obviously, people get tougher. But right, right. when you're climbing the ladder, that's the thing about boxing. That's kind of, you don't, you lose it kind of. Well, as you go up, order fights are tough. Right. You know? And you got to get to a certain level to where, um, you know, you know that. So you just, you know, you do it. You know, you don't think about how tough a fight's going to be. Right. You know, it's part of the business. So right. just get in there and then you do what you have to do. Now, I don't know, maybe it's, it might be more common nowadays, but back then, was, was there a video you could watch on, on other fighters to see tendencies, what they were doing in the ring? Did you do a lot of film work as well? There, there was, but my dad didn't want me uh, looking at videos like that. He wanted me to prepare for everything. Okay. Because you know, if you look at a video, a guy might change. Uh, you get in there, and now the guy is doing a different style than you thought he was going to do. So the best thing to do is prepare for everything, and that's the way I went. But you would know the strengths and weaknesses of a fighter as you went in. If he had a good, uh, you know, his right cross was his finish or. As the competition got tougher, yes. Okay. Because at that point, the guys pretty much aren't going to change too much. They're pretty much going to have the same style throughout the fight. Now, a lot of people may not know, when you're boxing in amateurs, you're wearing headgear through the whole, the whole course of being an amateur, correct? Correct. Okay. And are the gloves different than from when you turn pro? Are they no, the gloves are still, you know, 10-ounce gloves, 8- to 10-ounce gloves, depending on your weight division. Okay. So 
what was it like um, having having Floyd as your mentor, as somebody that you were obviously you guys shared a special relationship, father and son, and somebody who had so much success himself on the pro level boxing. You know, how did that translate? I think it was it was easy for me because he never put any type of pressure on me as a, as a young man. He just where I was at in my life, that's where he 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 went went at it. And uh, uh, all the guys that, that came through the gym, you know, he was like a a, a dad too, so a, a father figure. Like so, I never looked at him as Floyd Patterson, the, the monumental two heavyweight champion. Mm-hmm. I just looked at him as my dad. The moment that I stepped in the gym, he was just like a father to everybody. Now, I remember before you moved the club down to its location now in Highland, you guys had the club here. Um, before that, was there a camp over in Statsburg that he used to run? Uh, I don't think so. No, it was always always on the base he, over here? He, he had a, when he was fighting, he had a camp in Marlboro. In Marlboro, okay. Yeah. But uh, as far as the amateurs and that, he, he, that started in New Paltz. And you, tra- you did most of your training for your fights up yes. until you went to... The venue, everything was based here out of New Paltz. Yes, until I uh, became a champion, and then I had to, you know, go away to camp. Now you told me some stories. You had um, worked at some worked out at some gyms down near the city. Yes. With um, other weight, you, you would get in the ring and spar with guys that weren't necessarily your weight class, right? Well, you had to, uh, you know, sometimes, you know, get in there with guys a little bigger. You know, sometimes a little smaller. Those guys are fast. Yep. So you want to work speed, power. You want to work a lot of different things in there, so that's why you use fat, uh, lighter guys for speed. You use bigger guys for power. Ever get in there with somebody and one of the more power guys? You take a shot like, oh, this is different than my weight class. <laughs> uh, yeah, a couple times. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but yeah, there, you know, there's some stories. You know, uh, I mean, I, I was sparring. That's where you learn. You know? Yeah. That's, <laughs> People don't understand the, uh, you know, the, a lot of things that fighters have to go through. Most of the tough fights are right there in the, in the gymnasium, you know, and that's where you learn to fight. Yeah. Get up, come back, and do it again the next day. Yeah. yeah. Now, when you were in a camp, would you bring certain people in to spar you, or did you only just use your guys in the gym? Well, um, once I reached the uh, world-class status, I brought people in, you know, because you had, I wanted to have guys that were, uh, you know, going to give me a hard time. Each time I went out there to, you know, to spar, it was going to be a rough time for me. More like iron sharpens iron. There's no point beating up on a local guy. Right. You need somebody that's going right. to give you a tough go. Right. They got to, you know, give it everything they got or else then I would get rid of them. Did you ever bring in any notable former champs or anything to spar with? Uh, no, it was just, you know, basically just tough, good journeyman sparring partners. Yeah. A lot of those guys don't want to come in and, and spar with a guy like me because we'll get used to each other. We might have to fight someday. Right, right. So who's the ugliest guy you ever knocked out? <laughs> I told you I was going to ask you. <laughs> I already know the answer to this question. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to respectfully uh, decline to answer. <laughs> well, he was handsome when it started, right? You made him ugly. That's right. The um, All the local sparring and then getting ready for fights. When it was time to go to a city to for the fight, you, how far in advance would you get there? Uh, depending on where I was fighting. If I was going out to Vegas or somewhere like that, I'd want, want to get out there uh, two weeks before the fight. Okay. Because the altitude is a little bit different. You know, you got, you know. 
But if you were doing like Atlantic City, Atlantic City, maybe a day or two. Okay, and obviously, if you're fighting local, you're you're home, you're good. Right. right. Did you have a favorite venue? Poughkeepsie. Yeah. 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 Civic Center. Yes, that's my home. That's awesome. Favorite fight at the Civic Center. Well, they were all good. I fought Zero Goza there, Jesse Benavides. That was a tough fight. So, you know, those are, they were all good fights. Now, were any of those championship fights? or yes, or two of them. Two of them were? Yeah. Uh, no. Benavides and uh, Zero Goza were championship fights. Def- uh, defenses or title defenses, or did you win the title? Title, title defenses. Okay. Where did you win your two? Uh, I won uh, my first title. I won up in uh, Albany. Okay. Uh, Nickelbacker Arena. That's a big venue. Yeah, it is. It's a big yeah, venue. And that was against uh, you know, Terry Jacob, the Frenchman. Yep. Yeah. Was he ugly? <laughs> <laughs> Only after the fight. And then the uh, second fight I won, uh, in, in, I think, uh, Reno, Nevada. Okay. Uh, Ed Hobson. And that, they both ended in the second round. So you, you put them away. Yes. Put them both away. Yes. Uh, would you come back here and party when you guys were done? Was this your spot? I know you're friends with the owner and all that. Uh, yeah. But like, oh, no, I'm saying New Paltz. Like when, New Paltz, when you home. when you defend in, in, in Poughkeepsie, yeah. I imagine it feels good to Not be good. home with your friends and your your local hangout and this, your buddies. This was my favorite place, right here. Nice. That's awesome. That's cool. I also had uh, three um, real good friends that DJed here. So. Oh yeah. So it was easy to come. Now, now at, a, at some we'll we'll get there eventually, but at some point these guys actually supported some of your. When you were a coach, right? Some of your other fighters, uh, they sponsored yes, events or yes, whatever that you yes, would put they, on it. Yes, they sponsored uh, just about all, my, all the amateur shows that we did over Poughkeepsie. Yeah. And I think we did one or two here in New Paltz as well that they sponsored. Yes. Did were you a Golden Gloves fighter too? Yes. And you, you won the Golden Gloves. I fought twice in the Golden Gloves and I won twice. Yes. Nice. Yes. And what weights were they at? Uh, the first one was uh, one nineteen. One. The next year, the following year. And then what were your world titles at? My world titles were at 122 and 130. And it's always harder to go up, right? Yeah, one is a super bantamweight, and the uh, next one was junior lightweight champion. Did you have a preference? Did you like fighting a little heavier? Did you like being a little bit lighter? Uh, no, I just, you know, I did what I had to do. I didn't, you don't think about, you know. But um, I think my best weight was probably a featherweight, 126. Okay. Now, looking back on your career as a whole. Well, well, hold on while we're still on the weight. How far, before you would before you would fight, how far would you have to cut down to get to 126, say? Well, it depends. If I was 10 pounds over, um, I'd, I'd train down to like uh, four pounds like a couple weeks before the fight. Yeah. Because I'm a firm believer if you cut too much, it drains you. Yeah, it does. Got to take your time. So you'd always kind of stay close to the weight you fought. Yes. And then that wasn't so hard of a weight cut. I stayed in the gym. I was a gym fire, gym rat. You know, I, I stayed in the gym. I I fought and I take a couple of days off and I was right back in the gym, depending on how hard the fight was. Right. And how many times a year would you fight? You think? Uh, well, early on, <laughs> going from four rounds to to ten rounds, you could fight a four round fight to. Two, three times, right? A month. But as as the fights get harder and they get tougher, you're gonna need more more time to heal up. So, probably, yeah. Probably uh, once I made, uh, was fighting main event fights, I want to I want to say probably every other month I was fighting. Really? Yes. 
So you're always in camp, basically. Yes. You get what you get like a week or two off, and then you're right back. Yes. And then once you win win the championship, which I did, you could take three, four months off. Right. Fight like three times a year, four times a year. Yes. Now, injury wise, you lucked out for the most part for the career. Well, I had hand injuries, and I and I tore my shoulder uh, training for a fight, but nothing uh, too major. How long, like the torn shoulder? How how long did that set you back? Uh, about three months. Okay. So if you you're looking back on your on your professional career, and what would you want? What what would your opinion be? What would you want somebody to view your career as? Tracy Patterson, two time world champion. What would you want them to really know about you, the boxer? Well, I trained hard. I was in in in, uh, in every fight, you know, and and uh, uh, I grade myself as a as a well schooled fighter, a guy that uh, you know that you know that built up from amateurs to the professional ranks and hard work I was dedicated you know and I did everything that I needed to do to reach the point that I did since you've you know retired from the ring you've stayed active you have your gym here you've been active training fighters uh, and have had a lot of success do you do you enjoy doing it still to this day yeah I do I do I mean there's times of course where uh, you go in the gym and there's you know there's things that you just have to turn another way and walk out. Yeah. But I love boxing. You know, boxing has done great things for me and my family. Any amateurs in your pipeline right now that are up and comers? Uh, no, no, we're just we're not looking. We're just right now. It's just uh, you know, guys that like to come work out. Right. Female or male, they can come in the gym and train. And that's the one down in Highland, right? Yes. And that's by the um, right by the bridge. Right by the bridge, by Hannaford or whatever, Hannaford yes. Plaza down there? Yes. Yeah, so, I mean, um, you have your gym, and then you, you've you had some pretty good fighters, right? Come through and you coached up. Um, the guy from Ireland was one that comes off the top of my head. I can't remember his name. Patrick Ireland. Patrick Ireland, yes. Yeah. Yes. Patrick, yeah, Patrick, um, he was he was a good fighter out of, out of Ireland. And uh, he, you know, he fought for a world championship. Two, three times, I believe. And you've put on some real successful local cards in in, cards, in, yes. in Poughkeepsie area. You yeah. came to Kingston and had a couple cards at the uh, Murphy Center there. Yeah, my buddy Tony, you know, he, that's his thing. He he, uh, he enjoys doing that type of thing, work. So. How, of, course, how, of course, I'm there right there arm and arm with him supporting. How much has COVID hurt business with the gym? Has it really kept people from coming in? Were there restrictions where they couldn't come in? Well, um, it's it's picking back up now. I I, I think uh, when it first when COVID first hit, the gym was closed for about two three months. Yeah. So of course it takes time. I, I to you know slowly build back up after you know something like that. But it's building back up now. So good. What else is going on in your world these days? What do you like to do in your spare time? You're looking at it. <laughs> <laughs> well, come hang out with us. Yeah. Everybody likes yeah, that. That's right. It's a, it's a good time. Yeah, but, you know, I've got a couple grandkids now, so, you know. To, they're going to keep you busy. Yeah, they will. <laughs> if you, if you uh, boys? Girls. Girls, okay. What if you want, what if you, one of your granddaughters comes to you in a uh, <laughs> few years and says, hey, uh, Grandpa. Uh, I want to go throw th- some I leather. Think, I think I want to <laughs> learn how to box. Would you teach me? No. 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 Granddaughters ain't doing it. Of course it. I would. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's good. I mean, it's boxing has been a, a, a part of your life, 
uh, since you said 11 years old and even earlier when you were learning and watching fights. Um, now, originally born in Alabama? Brady, Alabama, yes. And mom's still there? Mom's still there, but mom did move here yep. for a while and she moved back. And you got... And then when she moved back, you stayed, right? That's when the whole, the well, Floyd... When, and the, when the first time she moved back, I stayed. I was 15, and, you know, I, my, my boxing career was my life. Right. Even at 15 years old. So, Mom, I'm not going. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure that went over well. It did not. <laughs> <laughs> and then Floyd said, come on, it'll be all right. <laughs> yeah, he, he came, you know, he came to the rescue, and he spoke to my mom, and... Uh, she she trusted him to take care of me. Well, he took care of you. Yes, he did. He did a good job. Local New Paltz High graduate. Yes. Uh, played for the Huguenots. You played football, right? Football and basketball. Yeah. And basketball. baseball, too, or no? No, no baseball. No baseball. It's football and basketball. I could play, but I didn't, I didn't play any baseball. I mean, at the, you're, you're still going through high school, but you're still at the same time training to amateur fight. Yes. Did that take away a lot from... Hey, friends want to go out on Friday night. Uh, I got to fight this week, or I got to be in the gym. Let me tell you something. When you're young, you could do uh, a lot. You make it all work. I could I could go to uh, football practice and then go to the gym. Um, and you're paying for it now, and back. do your homework. <laughs> <laughs> Get out of bed. It sounds like the Fourth of July. I just had to make sure I was at the gym at six o'clock. Yeah, <laughs> that's it. Yeah. So I mean, what was one of your? I know you had them two legendary fights with Arturo Gotti. Mm -hmm. What other fights, really tough fights, stand out to you throughout your career? Well, the fight over in um, Poughkeepsie with Jesse Benavides was a tough fight. It was a hard fight. Um, that was a decision? Yes. Yes. But there, there's fights as you come up, though. I mean, they're all tough. Right. Know, so, especially in the lighter divisions. In the lighter divisions, you're going to... You know, you're going to come across some tough guys that's going to be in there with you for a while. So. We saw on the news uh, yesterday the passing of Marvin Hagler. Yes. Did you ever get a chance to meet him? Yes, I did. He's a, he's a very nice man. Yeah, and I remember recently talking with a, another buddy of ours. Uh, I went on and watched just, just the first round of, of him and Hearns, and oh, it was just okay. a bomb fest for yeah. three minutes. There was no, there was no breathers no in that breathers. round. No breathers. None at all. <laughs> no. Hearns definitely picked it. Own style to uh, attack Hearns. Yeah. To, to attack Hagler. Hagler, yeah. Yeah. Hagler was a, you know, a brawler, tough guy, rough, rugged. You know, so he was going to stand there and do what he had to do. And that's exactly what he Yeah, did. you want a brawl, you're going to get a brawl. Yes. Now, as a fan of the sport, do you have a personal a fight like through the years that you've watched that you're like, man, that was just an awesome 15 round or even a knockout, but something that sticks out in your mind as being a really eventful fight that you've watched? No. no. Just, really nothing that sticks out, no. You, but just a student of the game overall. Yes. Now, if you ever watch a fight, can you tell if these guys got some silent contracts or something going where they're not trying to hurt each other? Because <laughs> there's times of me, it's like, I've seen this guy. He's, he's ferocious. And then all of a sudden he's like, it's almost like he's point fighting. And they're like, they're not trying to hurt each other. They're just out there sticking move, sticking move. No, nah, I, don't, I don't think it's, it's not that it. They don't want to hurt each other. It's, they're pacing themselves. Yeah. You know, and sometimes a guy might get in there and think that, uh, you know, let me carry this guy a little bit, you know, and then take him out. You know? So <laughs> I don't think there's, you know, when you see silent contracts made, it's usually in the clinch. When 
two guys clinch and they holding each other and dancing around. You won't hit me, I won't hit you. <laughs> <laughs> now, is you know, because you've come and helped us out a few times with uh, youth football, you've come up and signed photos for the kids and stuff. Mm-hmm. But in the last few years, um, you know, head trauma, concussion, CTE has become a big thing as far as youth sports go. Right. Is this going to, do you think this is going to hinder boxing going forward? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Um, but if you're a fighter, um, the way I look at it is that if you want to fight, you're going to take the chance. If you're going to play football, yep. you're going to take the chance. Yeah. You, don't, you don't think about, you know, that, that, that type of deal. I think that if you, you got to worry about that, then you might as well not even play. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, it, that's one of those things. Like, you put your kid on a bike in a yeah. styrofoam helmet. But you won't let him go in and with all the technology around a football helmet. It's it's a personal yeah. choice, I think. Do you, do you think professional boxing would ever go the route of making them use headgear at some point? No. 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 That's not professional boxing. It's, it's amateur you know, boxing. That's when boxing is done with then if you're going to make everybody wear headgear. Yeah. Right. Uh, as a fan, what was your favorite fight to watch? I used to love to watch Sugar Ray Leonard fight. Any particular fight of his that was your favorite? Uh, when he fought Marvin Hagler, you know, how he masterpieced, you know, you know, outpointed him. And, 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 you know, Marvin was in, in the prime of his career. Yep. And Sugar Ray Leonard was just coming back. He, I don't know how, how long his layoff was, but he was able to come back and uh, outpoint Marvin Hagler. So. Yeah, that was a tough win for him there. Yes. Um, I read somewhere that probably the your best – Overall, start to finish fight was against Richard Duran. Like it was your cleanest fight. Uh, a lot of people say that was your best show, and that's the best you looked. I don't know if you can say that was my cleanest fight when you knock a guy out in the second round. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the first of the first. When you knock two champions out in the second round, you know. Yeah. But as far as you know, display of uh, you know my talents. Right. Boxing, punching, moving, and uh, yes, Richard Duran. Yeah, that's a, everybody's like that was by far his cleanest work when I was champion. When you were champion, yeah. Champion, yeah. It's it you know it being being the uh being the son of a world heavyweight champion, a famous world heavyweight champion. Did you ever have did you ever feel like that rubbed off any any way or um did it ever make it tougher for you? No. 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 I I didn't think like that. You know. Right. It, I had so much love for boxing. I just, I just stayed focused on what I had to do. You know, I didn't worry about you know what people may think of me being Floyd Patterson's son or right. You know, if any, if it, it may have worked against them because I was going to fight hard. Right. Well, plus you weren't a heavyweight. You know what I mean? Like right. so. I mean, I'm sure. But like when your dad's a superstar, it's hard to kind of follow. You know. Right. A lot of it, it's like this. You know, with with, with father sons. Boxing like that, right? Some guys are gonna think. Most people are gonna think, "Oh, he's he, oh he can't fight. He can't really fight. He's, right, right. He's Floyd's son. Right, right. So I, I work that the other way. So I, then I, you, I you woke him up. <laughs> yeah, because in, in a lot of sports, you see where there's a father that casts such a huge shadow that it's almost impossible for the child to live up to that yes. legend. But you carved your own way. In as far as again, you weren't. He was a heavyweight. You fought at a much lighter weight. Yeah. It was a different, uh, a different era too. A totally different era of boxing. Um, 
So and he was so supportive. Yes, he was, and he he never pressured me in any way to to even box. You know, being that I that I he knew that I loved boxing and that I wanted a career, he supported me all he could, and he made sure that that everything that needed to be done, he did it for me. That's, that's that's good. That's amazing, and it's you know, George has been you know lucky enough. He's coached his son in football for a lot of years, and when my boys were younger, and I got to coach them too, that that bond that you develop yes is is special, and it transcends what you're even doing there. Yeah. Um. So it's 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 really twofold gratifying because you get to do it and achieve what you achieved, and do it with somebody that you love as well. Right. So that's right. that's outstanding. Now you and I have talked at some point, maybe down the road, you'd like to do a book, hopefully. Somewhere down the road, yes. That'd be cool. That'd be really cool. It'd be you, you lived a, a great life and have a good story to tell. And yeah, I think we would like to and, and uh, you know uh, focus and you know have somebody that's a good writer. Yes. Yep. Then when you're on that retirement property. Sweating your ass <laughs> off in Alabama. <laughs> yeah. I don't know that extreme heat down there. How do you handle that? Well, I, I like heat. All right. I mean, it's been the middle of summer. Sometimes I turn the heat on on people. <laughs> <laughs> turn the furnace on. Oh, and as far as the community here, I mean, you've grown up through and you've been in it your whole life. Very supportive of you. This is a great community. It really is. And I think for the most part, people do their own thing. Yeah, no, they don't get in the way of other people and what they're trying to do. That's good. Any um, as far as with the with with the gym, um, do you guys have social media? Is there a place where people can go and look if they're interested in signing up? Uh, my buddy, I wish he was here. He could tell you more about that, Tony. <laughs> you know, if but, even later on, if you can get it to me, we'll we'll be happy to put it on. Well, what's site. the name of the gym? Then people can look it up on Facebook. Yeah, the name of the gym is Floyd Passon Boxing Gym. Lloyd Patterson Boxing Jamie You can find it on Facebook, I'm sure. Highland, New York. It's H-I-G-H-L-A-N-D. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, if, if, now, if people wanted to, like, book you for something, is, would they go just call the gym, or is there an email they can reach at? Or well, there's like going to be a phone number yeah, on, the, uh, on the Facebook. I think it's on Facebook and, yeah. For the gym. For the gym, yeah. Um, there's, there's been rumors that you've had a third championship belt. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you do that. No, I won't do that to you. <laughs> no, that third championship belt is He, he being, definitely won it. Yeah. <laughs> Undisputed third, champ. That third championship belt is being the personable, always ready to sit down Good save. and talk. Uh, friend that you've been to me over the years. You know, we've sit down and rapped about a lot of stuff, you know, family stuff and uh, – You've been a good friend to me for as long as I've uh, had the pleasure to be your pal, and uh, thanks for coming out today. Oh, well, really dude, don't end. I mean, we got, we got no, some no, stuff no. to give away. No, I'm just, I just want to say this, yeah. thank you for, for thank doing you. that, and uh, people get to know, uh, yeah, this is, oh, oh my God, two-time world champion? Like you said, well, Floyd was my dad. Well, Chase is my buddy. Right, right. It gets right, to be different right. like that, so... We do have some... Uh, yeah, we have some stuff we can uh, ask some questions and do some giveaways here. Uh, but while, while I want you to get yeah. something together, while, while he's doing that, who, who do you like enjoy watching that's fighting right now? 
right now. Anybody out there that kind of is fun to watch? No, not really. I, you know, I'm not the kind of boxing fan that I used to be when I was coming up. Right. You know, when I was in the gym every day and uh, training and looking to do, you know, good things to, you know, work my way up the ladder. Uh, right. I'm like, I'm like my dad was when he got older. I didn't really pay much attention to it. Right. When you're, when you're so absorbed in it, right. then you knew every fighter that was fighting on every card right. probably. Right. But now, now that you're out of it, it's kind of... But there's nobody out there that's just kind of fun to watch or anything like that? Because, I mean, like, I, I couldn't tell you. Since, like, Delahoya, you know, Pernell Whitaker and all them guys, they were fun to watch. That was a good... They all retired now. Yeah, I know. So I don't, I'm not sure. I do have a question you can ask from other speaker. What's um, up? With um, Tyson Fury being the legacy boxing champion, what does that mean? What's a legacy boxing champion mean? A legacy boxing champion? That's what they call Tyson Fury. That's what they're called, Tyson, That's Fury. They're called T- Tyson Fury. That's what they're calling him. Do, do you that's, think uh, there's a good question they keep, though? They keep making stuff up as we go. I was just gonna say, do you think there should be less less belts? Like uh, just have th- you know WBC, WBO, and IBO or whatever. I'm gonna say no. Now you think there should be more? No, there should be what they have. You know the WBC, WBA, and IBF. Those are the, those are the three that are, are more well known. Right. People, they should stick with those three. Because you can all, always build fights up um, in the future. We're going to have the WBC guy fight the IBF champion. Or, right. Or the WBA guy. You know, it's always, it keeps that. And then it keeps the rankings in line. And then, yes. and then you can kind of always build on to the next fight off of one fight. Right. And it also gives a, a, a young man an extra way out. Right. You know, it gives somebody an opportunity to, to get right in the mix of things. Now... <laughs> Just being a novice, is there is there a is there a hierarchy like of those three belts? Is one of them better than the other two? In a way, when when they all say world championship, no. But the one that's been around the longest is the WBC. WBC. Yeah, the WBC and the WBA have been around longer than the IBF. Right. So it, it may be what. I mean, they're all the same. Right. They're all the same now. It, it, it just for a while there when you were watching boxing, or like when I was watching boxing, I'm like, what? I never heard of this belt before. You know what they got to bring, bring back? I'm, I'm telling you yeah. right now, the WBC, the WBA, and IBF. Right. So after those, you don't, think they should cut the other ones off? No, leave them there. But don't worry about them. Just don't worry about them? Yeah. You're like the TV just, champ? Just know, <laughs> just know who the, you know, the three. The WBC. Know who those three are. and then Because each championship that a young man wins, Opportunity to step up, right, and, and win another title. So it's to a bigger title like the WWE. Right. Well, maybe that's ultimately what I'm trying to ask: yeah. is should there be levels to belts? You know, I mean, like this is a world championship, okay, but now the WBA is, you know, just at a different level. You're putting too much thought into it. Well, I, but like a guy could be tenth ranked, but be the WBO right. champion, right? But he's tenth ranked in the WBA. You can tell a champion by what he gets in and he fights people. Right. You, that's how you know who the real champion is. Yeah. Uh, it don't matter if he's WBA, WBC, IBF, or whatever. Well, you were an IBF champ, right? IBF, WBC. And WBC, right. So, see, they're the, they're the two best. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> what you got, Winnie? We got some trivia questions. We can do just basic trivia. Whatever whatever you want. All right. Just make sure I get one of our own keychains. I, I gave all mine away last time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, 
Let's see. Oh. Eat what? Go ahead if you want to. It's just basic trivia. Jesus, dude. I, you can't ask that stuff. I can do boxing trivia, but I don't know how many. How about like generic trivia or something like, what color is Tracy's shirt? We got tons <laughs> of stuff to give away right now. Who can identify? What's Tracy's favorite color? Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to go with blue. I see a lot of Yeah, blue. I see a lot of blue on there. If anybody can guess Tracy's favorite baseball team, that'll be the first giveaway. Anybody? There you go. That's right. We got a bunch of winners. All right. <laughs> throw some, throw some outrolls mass out or whatever. That's right. What position did Tracy play in high school football? I don't know. So whoever wins this is going to be uh, – Safety? Whoever says safety's right. Bill Scala. Give an outlaw blitz uh, party pack. Yep, outlaw blitz party packs. Where's our bartender? Because she got the first one. <laughs> Mr. Scala? How many outlaw blitz sweatshirts exist in the world? Five. Five. We have somebody wearing one here today. Hold on, hold on. Uh, there might be an answer kinda, for that. <laughs> I forgot we had the sound effects for this. Lisa Burke, come on down. If she didn't show up, you know what was going to happen today, right? <laughs> what else you got, Winnie? Because I'm on, I'm on Facebook Live right now, so I, I can't look at my phone. I don't know. What is what, what is Highland's favorite football team? There you go. Oh, the Jets. Really? He can't win again. Uh, <laughs> he can't let him he's win again. Every time. Uh, all right. Little new local loophole history. <coughs> Before this was Murphy's. What was it in the nineties? Tracy. Foley's. Foley's. He needs swag anyway. He does need swag. That was our. That was our hated. That was our youth heyday. That's what we would come yeah. to. I've almost called the Foley's on a couple of the uh, live feeds. Uh, the live feeds. I'm yeah. like Murphy's. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what two belts did Tracy say he held? From what organizations? It was just within the last two minutes. Did you say IBA? She did. No. No. <laughs> yeah, I, th I think I think our cook in the back got it. He did. Come on up. <laughs> <laughs> we'll go to some shirts. Uh, we got some uh, city roofing shirts yep. we'll throw out there. I'm not going to say what this looks like. Turn it over. You got it upside down. <laughs> like this. It's like this. It's an outlaw with a mask and his hat. <laughs> yeah. If you look at it up to different angles, yeah. Yeah, we got some city roof shirts. Yeah, right? Yeah. We got a couple. Go ahead. Whatever you want. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. We got anybody anybody online uh, answering questions? Hold on. Hold on. We might. Uh, no. Where was our first live feed from? From where was our first live feed from? 
What we did a Super Bowl show from where? There you go. That's correct. Um, let's see. What town are George and Highland from? There we go. Ding, ding, ding. I don't know. This is, this is drying up pretty pretty quick here. Highlands, a t- he has all these crazy questions during our normal show, but then dries up on uh, <laughs> dries up in live. What was the live camera scaring you? Come I on. think so. I got, I got stage fright today. No, I want. We have one one really. Actually, we have three really good. Yeah, we gotta have like here. really good questions for those. Yeah. Tracy, come up with something for me. All right. No, I have a good one. Okay. And Burke, you can't answer this because you you heard it before. What? Two Hudson Valley residents were world heavyweight champions. That's going to be for one of the big prizes. Yep. What two Hudson Valley residents were world heavyweight champions? Anybody? Close. I'll give you. I'll give you. I'll give you another another shot at it. <laughs> world heavyweight heavyweight champions. No. What'd you say, Maddie? I said Floyd Patterson. Floyd and Patterson and? There you go. There was a lot of these in that one, man. Sure <laughs> <laughs> You win prizes at work. <laughs> and again, you're, if you're paying attention to the answer, where can we find... The Floyd Patterson Boxing Gym. Where is it located? Oh, there we go. That was a quick one. You're welcome. And for the, for the grand finale. For the grand finale, we should let Scala pick the question. Where did Bill Scala attend college? Oh, that's a good one. Oh, she got it. She got it. Without <laughs> hesitation, she got it. All right. Wow. <laughs> Hold on. I, even, I, have, I have something for that one, too. Holy moly. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> so, see, we can, we can do a full show when we want. We got some laughter if we need it. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> we can make it all happen if we need to. No, and I know we, we've, we, we could have done the, the interview at the gym. We could have done it. Over the phone, but I think it was cool to do it in Tracy's stomping grounds at a place that is near and dear to his heart, and a place it that just felt right to be in has been very supportive of not only Tracy through his career, but his his current ventures with the gym. So it was definitely cool to have him come out here. Um, I believe there is one thing left. If we can, do we have scorpion wings somewhere? Oh God, come on! Do we have scorpion <laughs> wings? We need like three scorpion uh, wings. This is where you get to see me fall completely apart. <laughs> yeah. Winnie takes the hot food challenge all the time, so it'll be something to the... Yeah. Yeah, it's flames. Without a doubt. Oh, man. Got some water? Yeah. Like a little bit of Gatorade left. Yeah. We need... Uh, did you get them? Did you order them up, Scala? Three. Just three. 
That's, that's it. it. So we will be back. We will definitely be. Uh, we'll hang loose, relax, just kind of shoot the breeze here while we wait for Winnie Scorpion yeah. wings to come up. Now, just general sports talking. You're a Met fan. What do you, how do you feel about the season coming up? Ninety wins. Ninety wins. Ninety. That's 90 that's a pretty good year. Well, the rotation looks looks solid. I mean, as long as those guys stay healthy, ninety wins shouldn't be out of their own possibilities. That lineup's good. Ninety wins. Now, how about our Knicks? The Knicks are playing five hundred ball right now. They're getting better. They're you think they can the do something in the early on in the playoffs? Maybe upset somebody. Possibly. And football. Who's your team? Giants. And what do you think about that? I don't know yet. Yeah, me neither. <laughs> Wait, who'd you say your team was? Giants. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. We can't have that. <laughs> no. Now, as far as um, well, the draft is coming up soon. Where yeah. do you think the Giants should do uh, should do in the draft? They need a they need a line. That's what they need first. I think they should always build a line first. Yeah, yeah, but the Knicks, then we're picking up Derrick Rose. Definitely need a line. The Knicks picking up Derrick Rose was huge for them. I think he's brought a good veteran presence to the team. He has, but he really haven't played a lot. No, Julius Randle is playing at a whole different level this year. Yeah, Randle's playing real well. So. And quickly. Quickly's playing well. Oh, yeah, IQ, baby. Emmanuel Quickly. man. He was super un. Nobody really talked about him last year at draft time, and he's come in, and he's been an absolute spark plug for that team. Yes. Uh, they should make it around the eighth seed in the, in the East, I would think. I think they're up to the five seed right now. Really? Yeah, they've, they've gone up quite a bit. I think ten teams are going to make it this year. Yeah, it's weird. Basketball seems like almost everybody makes it, you know. Half the league makes it. Well, Highland and I had a pretty good uh, thought. We said, listen, if that's the way it's going to be, do a, do a full-on tournament like the NCAA. I said if the NBA did what the NCAA tournament does, like what would it with a – Instead of sixty four, you put the thirty two teams and let them run to the championship. You do you do knockouts of one to the final, and then the final be a seven game series. That I, I bet you their the ratings would go through the roof. Because of one and done, the Knicks might have a shot. One and done, and then you get to the finals, and then it'd be uh, best out of seven. Yeah, well, you want the, the best teams to win. Play, so. Anybody but LeBron. That's who I go for. TV's got <laughs> TV's got to make their money. They got to figure out how. How to get it done somehow? But you don't think that they would get more money out of that? Uh, I, people would definitely tune in for one and dones. I think. I bet you March Madness draws more money and and more sponsorship dollars than the NBA Finals. They, I think they do because for those three weekends or four weekends for that month, it's it's nonstop. Right. It's definitely nonstop. That's and you can do it like the share. bubble. You know yeah. what I mean? Right on. Sit them right in there and go. Trace, do you play? Do you do? Do you golf or anything or bowl or? You got any recreational habit hobbies? I've been golfing probably once every year. <laughs> <laughs> I go to some tournament. Tournament? Best ball tournament. Yeah, that's the best kind. Yeah. You know, we never touched on this. You're a New York State Boxing Hall of Fame member, right? Yes. You were. What year were you in, inducted? Uh, 2014, I believe. 2014. And then this year was, is it the Alabama Boxing Hall or is it the Alabama Sports Hall of Fame? Boxing. Boxing Hall, okay. And that we, we talked about that before too. They're waiting on things, restrictions to lighten up so they can actually have the ceremony yes, for you yes, guys. Yes. I should get a call anytime now. 
That's good. That'd be a fun trip. Yeah, especially if we're full open by July fourth. That's right. You know that that'll be good, just to get some normalcy back. You know, to to be able to go and do things that you would normally want to do and not have not be restricted to. We're getting there. We're getting there. As the weather gets warmer, hopefully things start easing up and more people come out and start to do more things. When you were when you were doing cardio for, you know, training for fights and stuff, did you do a lot of road work or did yes, you? I did. Yeah. Yes. Miles and miles and miles. Too much. Too much. Yeah. Did it take a pounding on your knees at all? I mean, did you? Uh, a little bit, but you know, you don't think about it. You just do it. You just do it. Did Do you still run? Do you still like no, to do it? No. No. I I walk to the road to run and walk back. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> back Check your mail while you're there. <laughs> or I get down the road about a hundred yards and. Turn around and go back. Yeah. That's it. We're all done. You've, yeah, you've logged your miles already in your lifetime. You're I good. told myself out of it. I said, there might be a bear around the corner where I'm going back. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, obviously we, we don't run either. <laughs> yeah, no, running is not my not in my uh, near future for sure. Or it hasn't been my past for many years either. <laughs> the... Um, any good, any good, like funny training stories? Something you get in the ring, equipment malfunction. Uh, Did you ever give a body shot to some guy? Like uh, you know, just just no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I have <laughs> a few body shots. Yeah. Hey, if in, in all seriousness, though, if you're if you're in camp and things got to get pretty tense, I mean, you're in there, you're putting your work in. What would did you have anybody that would be around to help lighten lighten the lighten the mood a little bit, keep everybody light and not not so on edge, or did, were you guys just kind of? No, it was it was always relaxed. Fighters, believe it or not, once they get out of the gym, they have fun. It's like everybody else. Yeah, it's it's not walking around the intense all the time. You know. Yeah. The intense time is gonna be the uh, fight night. Yeah. And then once the bell rings, you know, you do what you gotta do. Did you have a lot of nervous energy leading out to the ring? Uh, I don't know if it's a, you know, once you get, you know, you've been in a lot of fights, a lot of experience, it's just a walk. Yeah. You know I mean, it's just a walk up the ring and you're thinking about what you got to do. Uh, yeah. And then, and then once, once you touch gloves, here we go. It's, it's probably things go silent, right? It's intense. I mean, you, you're thinking about what you have to do and you, you, you're building up, you know, a little bit of anger. Yeah. You know, a little bit. If you could have one fight back to do over, which one would it be? None of them. None of them? No? No. Because everything we do in life, we learn from it. Yeah. There's no getting it back. You, know, so. you win or you learn, on. right? You move on. You win or learn. That's it. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's, it's Everything's a learning experience. Yes. Now, you're done. You, you, just, you just finished the fight. That adrenaline dump. I mean, when you're coming down off of that, there's you got to reach a point of just exhaustion. Like, oh my god, it's over. No, no. Probably go and no, eat it. Ten cheeseburgers. That, <laughs> any, anything that's a part of it, you know, you don't think about. Oh my god, I'm tired. You know what I mean? So it's just it's part of the you know the, the nature of the the beast. Yeah. You know, you you expect that type of thing to happen when you have four for twelve rounds. You know, uh, 
trying to uh, take some guy's head off and the guy trying to take your head off. It's just a natural thing. You, you said you may not necessarily feel it that night or the next day, but it's the day after. Yes, yeah, the day after. When it really starts it's to set in. the second day where you really get sore. Yeah. Now, how long, I mean, that would last for, depending upon the fight, I'm sure, and the distance and everything else. But yeah. get back to feeling, all right, I'm ready. I'm ready to get back in the gym and start training again. A week or so, a couple weeks? Yeah, about a week. Too. And even if you're a little sore, you still go back to the gym and work it out. What do you preach to young fighters that are coming up as far as their conditioning? Um, so they got to stay on top of it. Well, they got to trust their bodies. You know, when you, you feel tired and you don't feel like training a lot of times, you take a day off. Have you had to tell somebody, being a trainer, this might not be for you? Uh, no, I would never say that. This okay. might not be for you. I mean, uh, <laughs> You, you don't discourage somebody like that. You just let them and you work with them as best you can and you encourage them all you can. That's it. That's it. Give them the tools that you can give them. And if it's somebody that you don't, don't think should fight, you don't, you don't let them fight under your toolage. You're not ready yet. That's what you're telling me. That's it. You're not ready yet. And if they're never ready, then they're not ready. <laughs> That's it. But again, yeah, you've got to have your conscience I gotta be. I gotta know that I can safely put this person in the ring and they can handle themselves, Correct. as as a, as the trainer. So it's going to be up to you to say, yeah, you're good or not. Maybe not today. You know, that's that's you know that's a responsibility that a trainer should want to take on. Yeah, you, know? you should want to look out for your the people that that you're working for are training. You know, I, like I tell all the guys that I train. Like if I feel you got enough, I'll stop a fight. Yeah. If you don't want me to stop a fight, you got the wrong trainer. Yeah. Yeah, you got you. You have to have their best interest at heart yes, at they, all times. Yeah, they have families, so you got to be able to look at their family and say that you did the best you could, and, and you took care of, you know, you took care of their, uh, their loved one. Now, when you got a guy in the gym, right, a young kid, a prospect, whatever, is do they kind of stand out? You're like this guy's special. When the special mean, people come along, I'm sure they. Well, I haven't had you know. I come to the gym like that yet. But you can always tell when a guy has talent or he don't have talent. You, you can tell when a guy has ability, you know, but you still have to, um, no matter how much ability you have, you still got to go through the training. Right. You know, you got to still want to be there. You want to train hard. You can't think that you got it all. You know, you got to always want to train and always want to learn. Yeah. Can you take somebody that may be a B talent, but has that A-plus heart, yes. and turn him into that A-plus fighter. Yes. I don't turn him into it. You turn himself into it. They turn themselves, yes. but you can coach them yes. to get to that level. Yes. But if you have somebody that has the A-plus skill and has a C attitude about it, mm-hmm. it's got to be a hell of a lot harder to work with that person. Yes, it is. It is. Well, it's probably one of those things where you see the talent. And there's no drive, and you're like, "Come on, man, you can do the." Oh man! As opposed, oh, I believe the I just, hot wings. I, just, I heard the bell. I heard the bell too. Oh boy! Trace, no bell. Don't, don't beat us you up. Don't, you, don't, you don't have to answer this bell. I have to answer this bell. This is not going to be fun. Oh man! Why are you doing it? This is going to be fun because it, it's funny to everybody that's watching. So yeah, I'm all about because the fans love the show. it. You, you want to? Uh, uh, all right, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to disrobe for this right, one here. Right here. It's, it's the man that wants to burn himself up. It's going to happen now. Oh, that smells brutal. My buddy Tony came in here one night and 
took out some hot wings. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it's going to feel like later. All right. It's only three, which, thank goodness. All right. So I, 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 I did a good spot for you this the time. Last so what I did was ten wings in five minutes, and it was the worst five minutes of my life. So how long you have to Two well, Tracy's the wet wipe guy this time because I'm all the way over here. Yeah, we'll no, do. I, <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, I guess we'll have to try to get these down in two minutes. Uh, take my chew out. He no, he won't throw up. He's good. No, no. <laughs> oh yeah, it's gonna be everywhere. It's gonna be up on his hat. It's gonna be on his ears. <laughs> He's saying a little prayer before we get going. The hat off. We'll start sweating. I'm sure. Come on, Winnie. All right. <laughs> Hold on, we got we got to have a clock going. You have you have a stopwatch on here. Play some time for some action there. Let me see if I got uh, some kind of sound I can play for you. This is a new phone, so I have to. I don't. What what did you used to come out to? Ready, set, go. go. Dig in there, Winnie. Let's go. Scorpion wings. <laughs> Not so bad? I don't know. Oh, I hit him. Oh, I hit him. Come on, Winnie. You got you to gotta clean them up, buddy. 20 seconds in. You're, you're still on wing one. He's one down, 30 seconds. You got a minute and a half. Now, number two, don't, don't dip that wing. Don't cheat. <laughs> don't you dare cheat. <laughs> yep, uh, yep, the red's rolling. <laughs> His eyes are tearing. <laughs> how's, that, how's, that, how's that heat, Winnie? Not that bad. No? Later on it will be. You're going to pay for that later. You want me to call Husey and see if he's got a snow cone machine no, 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 for no. later? <laughs> You're going to need it to dab with. <laughs> oh, you got plenty of time. You got like 50 seconds to finish. And he did it. Woo! I should have made it five. <laughs> not as bad as the Buffalo not Wild even, Wings one? Not even remotely. No? It's actually pretty good. Thank you. Really? You, you, you turn beet red there for a minute. I would, I could, I would order these. These are they're not that hot. Yeah, yeah. I think we built up a tolerance on you, buddy. <laughs> I think we're getting there. Because <laughs> whatever we ate one of these days <laughs> recently, I'm like, my mouth's on fire. He's like, this ain't even hot. <laughs> but we've also we've given him like uh, seven million Scoville candy, uh, the hottest gummy bear in the world, uh, the toe of Satan, the blood yeah, of so Satan. That was bad. The toe of Satan was terrible. <laughs> So, good. you're good now? No. All right. I'm good. Yeah, he's ready for water now. Cool. Kind of disappointed they weren't yeah. hotter. That one, not bad. Looks all right. All right. Anything else you want to talk about, Trace? Anything going on? Uh, what, what, days, what days is your gym open so we can tell some people if they want to come down and get a workout in? Monday through Saturday. Monday through Saturday? 
12 to 9.30, 12 p.m. to 9.30 p.m. Yes. Is there any is there any kids' classes, like if a kid wants to go in and get some work in? I think my son does kid classes on Mon Mondays and Wednesdays. Mondays and Wednesdays? Yeah, 4 o'clock they start. Mondays and Wednesdays, 4 p.m. If you have any kids interested in getting their hands, uh, just learning the sport a little bit, and then it helps them stay in shape, I'm sure. Um, and then the other time it's, it, is there like a, is there classes there or how, how is the workouts set up? Well, we don't have a lot of classes there other than, the, you know, the kid classes. We have, right. On Sundays mornings we have a women class uh, from 10 to 11 a.m. So from 10 a.m. to 11 a.m., if you're a woman, you want to come down there and learn how to beat up some dudes, come, no. <laughs> you want to learn how to throw hands with, uh, with go on down to Highland and to uh, the Floyd Patterson Boxing Gym. Buddy Tony, uh, his buddy Tony does it. So what you do is you send your husband over to Hannaford to shop. You go into the boxing gym, learn how to whoop his ass, <laughs> light him up with them hands when he comes out and say, "I told you, you got the wrong bread," and give him a sniff jab. <laughs> so uh, women is ten to eleven on Sundays. Kids is Mondays and Wednesdays at four p.m. and then. It's Monday through Saturday, 12 p.m. to 9.30 p.m. is the regular gym. But there's different... Uh, different levels or different... Different shifts. Different shifts? Yeah, because of the coronavirus, we open from 12 to 1.30. Okay, 12 to 1.30. Open back up at 2. So from 2 to oh, so you could clean the yeah. stuff in between? Yes. Okay, and, but that, they'd probably have that schedule on the Facebook yes, page? Right. Yeah. So if you go to the Floyd Patterson Boxing Gym Club on Facebook, they'll probably have the schedule breakdown... Of what you clean an hour in between each session, it sounds yes, like. Yes. And give the boss a call, Tony. Give the boss a call. Give Tony a call. Tell him Tracy sent you. You good there, buddy? I'm good. Need anything else? Anything else before no, we go? We're good. Trace again, man. Thanks for coming out today. It's a pleasure. This man. has been fun. Pleasure. Happy we got to do it. Got to sit down at a cool little spot and chat. We got to do it again. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah well, well, next time we'll go down to the gym and do it. You know what I mean? Set up right by the in front of the ring or something. I'm, uh, sure, I'm sure Tony would be great in this setup oh, too. He yeah. Likes, he likes to talk. So, Winnie had an idea. He said, "Next time you put on the amperture show, let us let us come down and call a fight from the side from the okay. blitz." Yeah. I said, "I said, what am I going to say? I don't know." We'll go Holy on. crow! That guy just <laughs> he got leveled. <laughs> we'll call it like 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 what we see. But now I have the, and the guys can get, get on and chance to talk a little bit and we'll have a good time that's it yeah you good bud take us home winnie all right for two-time world champion tracy patterson and gmac this is winnie with the outlaw blitz interview podcast and as always take it deep <laughs>